grand and usual what's good all you great grand wonderful fantastic individuals in the universe it is sunday december 26th the day after christmas and the beginning of the week the last week of 2021 and normally every year i sit down and i do this like year in review kind of thing where I think about and talk about all the like 10 lessons I've learned or things of that nature that have happened over the course of the year this year gonna be a little different man because uh this year's been a hell of a lot different so I felt like in a different approach to that particular medium was necessary So I decided I was going to sit here and have a chat with you guys. And as a disclaimer, I will tell you now, if you are not prepared to hear a lot of shit about my life, because we're going to get real in-depth with certain things that I've glossed over, but we're not glossing today. So if you don't want to hear it, feel free to, you know, close that window, hit the X, move along, put me on mute listen to some music on Spotify instead of this I don't know just move around just move around I decided that I wanted to break this into three different segments as we discuss the my villain origin story (laughs) as I call it when in reality it's just um get it's really a back to basics kind of thing for me so our categories will be uh, depletion eradication and reformation slash creation <clears throat> so let's start with part one start at the top of the year depletion I came into 2021 mildly optimistic. By that I mean I was my optimism was at 65%. That's normally that's normally that's relatively close. 65% of my 100% in the optimism bar. So let's let's consider that my SP for all my gamers. So 65% of that bar, that bar was was up. Um, 2020 had been real hard uh, in a personal space, in a professional space. <sighs> um, I was on the brink of trying to figure out what had turned out to be a very verbally abusive relationship. And I say that just to make a differential in some respect but not all abuse is abuse I know that and I want all of you guys to know that I know that and I think that everybody should know that I don't condone any type of abuse but I do want to be very specific about the types of abuse because it helps line up other stuff that we're going to get to in these other chapters so it had ended up being a very verbally and emotionally abusive relationship toward the end or 
toward the end of that era and so I was coming trying to get to the other side of that and um yeah we'll get to that later in the chapter so I was trying to get to the other side of that so that took away from some of my optimism uh just how hard I worked in 2020 uh driving all over Texas uh dealing with people like really being um more demanding and uh self-absorbed and entitled when it came to my profession like really the pandemic was hard for everybody but for those of us that were still working and especially out there in the service industry and I've said this many many times before but I need to I really need to touch on this again just to fulfill this chapter um like working in the service industry during 2020 was very very hard it was definitely incredibly hard for me as a small business owner as a small business owner that's a black woman in a space where they expect you to be and move a certain kind of way because you're black and then you they don't have respect for black women uh specifically people tried it people tried it every day and I had to be um I'm sipping just so y'all know again full disclosure uh this spiked hot chocolate that I made out of my mug that says enjoy the journey that someone got for me last Christmas Thanksgiving last Thanksgiving I think is when it was uh <laughs> that was a random snap of fact but yeah uh this white hot chocolate is baller I'm not gonna hold you uh, if you want the recipe I will happily give it to you cause it was a random concoction that is pretty stellar anyway uh, it made the it made it made that year even harder and also at the end of that year my dad went into the hospital and like I said I've touched on all this before so I was dealing with all of that and it was chip 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 chipping away at my optimism and like my hopes of I was one of those people who went into 2020 calling it the roaring 20s and I was so ready to do all these big things and it's gonna be great blah 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 blah, blah. insert pandemic <laughs> we still there right and it fucking changed everything so I wasn't as optimistic as I normally am but I was attempting to still hold on to things and and hope that things would get better and and try to have hope really so January I told myself okay this is my plan for the business and everything going into the first quarter of 2021 I'm gonna make it better I'm gonna do this I already have some events lined up I'm sporadically doing cooking classes out of my house and at the location that I go to every now and then so I feel like I feel like it might I feel like I might be okay I feel like I might be all right and then uh okay and my dad had I want to say he had gotten out of the hospital or back into the hospital there was a he at least I think had gone through the surgery the first one so trying to have hope right okay so I was busy during the first quarter 
of the year. Um, which is, you know, the first four months. January to April. I was working. I was driving all over the place. I had events. I was have I had enough events scheduled that helped me be able to pay my rent. Um, my relationship at the time, somebody was still here, so there was some funding coming from there to help me be able to cover the base of my bills. I'm still worried about my father. I'm talking to him every day. Uh, it's back and forth. It's really confusing. It's been a lot. And again, my the 65% that we had was chip, 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 chipping away. So by April 1st, I was alone. Um, I was no longer in that relationship. It had capsized probably mid-March. And, uh, like, um, my dad was still going back and forth in the hospital. Like, it was still really up in the air. And, um, I'm still driving everywhere. And then May rolls around. So at the beginning of May, I will say that my optimism was at 25%. I was paying out all this money for these rental cars. I had made this deal with this woman that I met. And that's a whole other story that y'all gonna have to wait for the book for. Because it's a lot. But initially, I felt like it was a good move. And it seemed like it was going to be beneficial. And it helps me save a little bit of money. A little bit of money when it came to the first month of me paying everything completely by myself and so I was like okay this is gonna be perfect like this is this is helping me do that and I and this that and the other and then May happened um my dad passed as all you guys know not to like re-harp on it but just to tell the story and everything with those rentals fell through I ended up losing about two grand that month when I'm paying about I want to say roughly at that time I'm paying about seventeen, eighteen hundred in living expenses, and I lost no, not two. I lost like twenty four hundred dollars that month because of bullshit that had nothing to do with me. Chip, 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 negative. So it's mid May, and I think my optimism and hope for everything is sitting at like a negative 15 and I went from things being depleted 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 to just being eradicated if I use the correct term and especially of how I felt eviscerated I was beyond broken and I was a shell of myself and I was still working these events and putting on a happy face and um, trying to do things like things were normal, like I was trying to move normally. I was drinking every day. <laughs> I would smoke some days in between or in betwixt or in conjunction (laughs) with said drinking. Uh, Coming out of or being in all of that and having gone through this verbally 
an emotionally abusive relationship any man that was nice to me and by nice I mean just basic niceties those niceties um, could have been cloaking a lot of narcissistic bullshit and both times they did and were but it took a little more time to work through that and figure out what that looked like because of chapter one (sighs) and I was letting people hold space in my life that had no business being there people who were self-serving people who were eating off of my grief I don't know if anybody can understand what that means people who had made a bunch of decisions in their lives where people weren't in their lives anymore or people had distanced themselves from them or they or you know they had just blew up the spot in somebody else's life and didn't deal with the shit and they had guilt from it but because they were talking to me and I was so broken that a basic conversation made me feel better they used my I don't know I will guess praise as a way to cure their guilty conscience in hindsight I consider them leeches I felt like a couple of people leeched off of me to make themselves feel better and I was just trying to build myself back into actually I wasn't trying to do shit I ain't gonna hold I'm not gonna lie to you I was I didn't know what I was doing I was attempting to survive but I hated life every day and I want to say at least definitely heavily in June July probably this August I thought about killing myself at least twice at least twice I was suffocating and one of the things that I have always said like I've said before is uh, I felt like I was underwater I couldn't breathe I was trying to tread through this by myself everybody that I considered a friend wasn't here physically and people reached out that kind of work here but I needed people to actually be here and they weren't I felt like everybody left me out in the ocean with no life raft it made me bitter it made me bitter I don't I don't feel bad for saying that it's the honesty of the situation when you are the type of person that looks out for everybody else around you all the time and then when you feel like there's, this is a time where you need people and nobody's there, it makes you feel some kind of way. I felt like I always would go out of my way to try to be there for people, no matter what was going on with me. And nobody was there for me. In conjunction with that, I was trying to find a different way to work because I couldn't process driving way out in the middle of nowhere for events the drives were too long and it was too much to think about and I couldn't I didn't think I was gonna make it home one night so I knew I couldn't keep doing that I had to find something else so I found something just to go through that experience feeling like a two dollar slave 
insert cooking on the freaking porch insert cooking without a kitchen for two months <laughs> insert being told to go cook outside when people know what the circumstances are again it's in the book so um <sighs> I felt like I was being punished by the universe from May to, I want to say, probably October, I felt like the universe had its foot on my neck, and that there really was no point in being here no more. On the outside, it didn't look that way. I was still chopping it up with people. I was still smiling. I was still trying to do the podcast that I'm ending at the end of this year. Um... I don't know if it's going to come back, to be honest with you. I felt like for every good person and every good conversation that I had, I felt like I had at least 10, or I take that back, for every good person, I felt like I had at least three where people would message me or answer back in a way as if, I was slime. Like, I wasn't doing shit either. Like, my time wasn't valuable. Like, what they were doing was so much more important. Like, I was some little kid doing an after-school project. So, do we get paid for this? Well, can you send me all of this in an email form with a contract? Well, and it's like, really, I'm just trying to chop it up with you and give you a platform to tell your story. People kept taking the joy of doing it away from me, though. Maybe that's part of the reason why I'm not interested in doing it going into 2022. I got tired of people taking my time and acting like it, it wasn't, it was nothing. Like, that they time was so much more valuable than mine. So, I had to be okay with that. And I was still doing stuff like that. And I'm still riding in the negative. I ain't got no hope for nothing. The way that this job is going isn't the way that I thought it was going to be. And I was sitting here asking myself all the time, why would my father bring me this job if it wasn't meant to work out? I learned something at the end of it. It was a, a super hardcore crash course in learning my professional worth or doubling down on what my professional worth was. Is. Um, I The super crash course of that was working through the pandemic. You have no idea how many clauses I add to my um, contracts, how many processes I changed because of that people were non-appreciative and downright disrespectful. So I had to change things. And then going through that job experience during the summer, I realized that there were particular things that I would walk away from. It didn't matter how much money I was making. My dignity, my self-worth, and my respect. Can't put a price on. You could do it for other people. Other people may say, like, you know, well, I'll sell my da-da-da-da. da 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 Do what y'all gonna do. I don't care. Like, I'm just not that person. I feel like I'm putting... Put 
a lot of time and heart and effort uh, into my career and into this industry and into my brand so that particular things should be recognized a particular way and I don't see nothing wrong with um, expecting for that to be respected and compensated as such so I was back at this crossroad again and again optimism is out the window it's out the window because in this space if we touch on points personally I'm dealing with men who are garbage there's still one that's kind of around me in some way shape or form I think I touched on it the last episode too uh, you gotta stop giving him airtime. <laughs> but I do want to uh, sum it up properly because I'm doing my year review and interactions with that man are part of this year review part of things that I've learned parts of things that I had to take in and understand that like you know I can't do nothing about how other people do things I only can control how I respond to what they do and I learned that I needed to do that a little bit better in reference to that situation so we still in what the eradication uh, fucking evisceration part where like I feel like everything kind of had been scrapped for me I feel like my entire being of who I am as a person and what I should be doing like I felt like so many things had just kind of been taken in that respect and it sucked because it wasn't what I was intending I'm not even just wasn't what I was intending I, I feel like I wasn't getting a break with everything that had happened in the top of the year that led to where we were all I wanted was like a win right I just wanted a win and things just kept breaking 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 and I would just keep looking at things and being like I don't understand why this shit keep breaking around me like I just want like one thing to work I just want something to make sense and none of that shit was happening so chapter 3 reformation construction building all of that so I decided I had to do some things differently. I would love to say that, like, I had this epiphany one day and something struck me and said, hey, let's do this. But it wasn't just one thing. and It wasn't just one moment. There were so many little things that were happening. And eventually my soul said, yeah, this ain't it. This ain't working. And it also said, if you want to stay here, if you want to stay here, 
you got you got to do all of this differently. So, I started going to the gym now, which I will definitely uh, say was a pivotal point in my healing process and saved my life. If you guys want to know, it's Orange Theory Fitness. I think it's some of the best shit on the planet. It might not work for everybody, but it worked for me because I wasn't running and lifting and working out the way that I used to. I had just kind of given. I had given up. And I wasn't even eating. Like, I had, like, put on all this weight from stress. And not from overeating. Because I wasn't even really eating at all. I was drinking. A lot. Like I said before. And then it went from me drinking a lot to not drinking really hardly at all. And then that turned into just overall not taking care of myself and being caught in this fog and trying to figure out what I'm going to do job wise <sighs> trying to figure out what I'm like I just, and I, it was lost I was real lost parts of me still feel lost every couple of days or so I've been learning to not let little shit make me spiral because I tend to do that in the same vein of having these conversations with people about the fact that I tend to do that sometimes I forget to give myself grace for the fact that I did just lose my father like this shit still feels like it's overnight cause I'll sit here and be like I shouldn't tag things to other things and spiral out of control but then in the same breath it's like but I also shouldn't be expecting me to get over something that I'm never going to be able to get over like ever I lost a whole parent and it's okay to not be okay with that and I spent so much time this year trying to be perfect and trying to like not show the cracks in the porcelain doll try to continue to look out for everybody else even when people weren't looking out for me the way that I thought they should I knew they weren't but I was still 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 trying to be there and now that portion of me is gone that portion of me is gone now everybody else got to get behind me y'all gotta wait y'all gotta wait I gotta come first I gotta come first the week before week before weekend before my dad passed the last thing he said to me is what I'm holding on to and I've said that multiple people many times and I thought that when I started this whole journey of trying to heal or just trying to accept his death I thought I was doing it then and I wasn't I'm doing it now I'm working towards it now and it's a plan for the next year to be a focus I think one of the things that has bothered me the most this year has been the realization the actual realization that everybody is not like me 
and I don't mean that in no cocky way or nothing like that. I just mean I've been very disappointed in people this year. However, if I wasn't expecting them to put out the same energy into the universe I did, I would have never been disappointed, right? So now I no longer have those expectations. I don't. So, part one, two, and three is what has led us to this villain origin story. And I won't say that I'm a bad villain, right? All villains have complexity, duality, and multiple layers if they're written properly. I don't know who's been writing for me. But what I do know is that they've been doing a damn good job with the plot twist. Because I don't have know what the fuck's been going on. But I just keep moving and going and moving and trying to prove to myself that my existence is valid, necessary, that all the other lives that I've lived through and died from have all been pivotal points in the making of who I am currently. So like I said, I don't think I'm a bad villain. Uh, I think (sighs) (laughs) I think I'm finally starting to accept myself. And the thing is, is I've always been radically authentic but in that same breath I've never believed that I deserve particular things like I don't know peace happiness a a space to call my own I have found that over the past I'll say couple of months I fight for that shit and y'all know why I deserve it. I deserve it. And that's not me being cocky. That's me meeting myself where I am at. And accepting who I have became. And with that means I have to admit to myself my faults. I be wrong just like everybody else. And the things that make the most sense for where I'm trying to go. The things that I feel like I can improve upon, the things that I feel like I can let go of, and the things that I feel like I need to accept are a part of my makeup for a reason, and that's okay. It's okay. I have to be settled with all of those things I have to be settled with them Uh, it has been an interesting year you guys 20 
21. <sighs> Damn near killed you, girl. I everything that I thought I knew about who I was got thrown the fuck in the garbage and lit on fire. I've always thought that I've known who I was. At whatever point of my life that I'm in, I've always thought that I've known who I was. But I will say, losing a parent changes fucking everything. It puts so much shit in perspective in a way that I started to look ahead at what I wanted my future to be in the same breath of taking in how I know I need to live more in the present. So if I don't feel like typing this up or doing this today, I'm not going to do it. If I don't feel like reaching out to this person or reaching out to that person for some, I'm not going to do it. But that's okay. I'll always be like, well, I should do this and I should do that and I should do this and I should do that and I should say this and I should do that because if I don't do that, this person is going to feel like but what the fuck about me? There was never any space in that equation because I felt like if I tried to do anything else that focused on me, worrying about me first, I would be considered selfish. But at the end of it, at the end of all of it, if I'm not looking out for me, then who is? A couple of days before that last day that I had that conversation with my father, uh, his stepdaughter had talked to me on the phone. My dad was asleep. And she said, yeah, we were worried about your dad the other day. He was like laid on the bed and he, uh, he like took a breath and he took another big deep breath and he clutched his chest real quick and she said his eyes got real big and he said no no not yet I'm not ready I got people I need to see I need to see my daughter At the end of this year, the thing that I have learned the most in the sentence I said as soon as my dad was, I needed more time. So if I got this time now, y'all, if I got this time now, and I don't know how much it's going to be, then I'm going to use it for where it needs to go. And that's on me. It has been a hard year. And the main thing I learned this year. (laughs) From the little girl who has a bunch of clocks tattooed on her body. With no hands is that I have no conception of time because it is not up to me. What I do need to do 
it's make good on the time I got here whatever it may be per the usual take care of each other take care of yourselves And if you have to kill off who you are to become who you need to be to make sure you use your time wisely, let them call you a villain. Because at the end of the day, fuck saving people. Save yourself. And let the town burn.